Blog Talk Radio. Our, our viewers, our listeners. So I uh, said, uh, you 
you asked me what our objective or my objective yes. or ours or whatever it's to inspire youth and I'm very expressive so I use my hands guys watching mm. that's the way I am it's to okay a deliberate action mm-hmm. right through self-development and I'm going to say it again in Africa and in Zambia we have a very we have a gap of leadership where we don't give our youth the empowerment. Mm-hmm. It's almost we are waiting for permission to be great. So what we've done is to give them that permission. They don't even need the permission, but somehow because of our history, we mm-hmm. always wait for that permission. So what we've done is I stand here to say I give you the permission to be great. Vanathan, uh, you are part of the Awaken the Giants Within group. You've seen what we've done there with books and just, we have so many intelligent youth that are so stuck. They are enslaved in, in their own mindset, right? Mm-hmm. So what we are doing here, our objective is to help youth develop self-confidence and be resourceful. Even if we don't have resources, we can be resourceful. Hence, we are here today. Excellent. Apostle Nelly, I'm coming to you. Mwansai, are using phrases like self-development, people, permission to be taught, to be powerful. Don't you think that is uh, embedded basically in uh, our historical uh, background, our education system, our employment or economic structures where people are looking for to graduate from college and look for a job. Your organization is social entrepreneurs. Zambia has got an issue with entrepreneurship. Can you speak to that? Actually, it's not embedded. If it was, it wouldn't be here. <laughs> I don't know what okay. you mean if it's embedded, but no, it's not. Mm. Our our structure, education structure is a structure of career from grade one to twelve. What find a job? Mm-hmm. Even by youth, our, our very own youth are crying. Oh, why can't you do this? I don't have a job. I'm like, China is coming and getting mukwa trees and everything. You can show me and everything. So self development is actually a very different. Uh, social structure as with the system that we have in Zambia, the education system. And don't get me wrong, that mm. is a good foundation, right? Hence, we can even pick you on me because of that system. But it has to evolve. Even Steve Jobs was like, even Apple itself evolved. We have not evolved. So that's why we are here. Self-development is more about mindset. Mm. There's no job. Can you be resourceful? Can you be creative? The entire world is coming to Africa to date, and yet we're still poor. Hence, self-development and mindset change. Okay. Apostle Neri, let me come to you. I would like you to speak about your work, your ministry's work with the youth and uh, uh, this issue of uh, changing, helping the youth to change their mindset. Could you please speak to that? 
Just unmute your, your mic now, Apostle Nelly. Okay, wonderful. Yeah. Thank you very much for the invitation. Let me also appreciate each one of you and specifically African youth uh, social entrepreneurship mm-hmm. that has connected me to this uh, uh, platform. As well, uh, about the work of the youth that we are doing here in we are a change organization. Yes. We are New Life Ministry International. So as we accept the church and the ministry, our visionaries in, in the mission state, we quoted uh, John 10, the 10 where we talk about the thief comes to destroy, to kill, and to steal. But Jesus has come to give us life, and we have it in abundance. Mm-hmm. So when you are talking about the life of abundance, you are talking about man of the spirit. You are talking about man's physical body. And you are also talking about man emotionally, where there is a mind now to begin to read. So when we are dealing with life and life in abundance, it means anyone that associates with the church or with the ministry, they must begin to align or God must help them or get empowered to make sure that they have uh, they, they, their needs are made and um, as we thought that we are in a, a community that is very needy that is very needy a community that is very needy and first you know we, we, we wanted to see our young people is Especially those young people that are from less uh, the home, some of them are 50. You know, some of them are being raised by single mothers, single, uh, you know, as uh, orphans, uh, and uh, or maybe uh, like uh, with people that are poor. But some are being raised by the blind. So we saw a lot of young people on the being uh, on the street begging. And uh, uh, off school, and uh, a lot of activities that are on the street. Mm. And we realize for us to go to this, uh, 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 to, to these needy people, just tell them we want to talk to them. They will not, they will not agree. So we use the food as a base. Okay. The food. Okay. Invite them to come and eat, and uh, because we realize these are coming from home that.
the need of aligning also the word of God. So, like I said, our work with the youth, especially the less privileged, we aim to make sure that we take them out of the street, and that's what we did in our early days of uh, ministry. Now, this problem began to grow. We realized that we had a, a lot of a lot of them. That number one, they needed to eat, you know, food instead of uh, you know uh, having a good meal. Then secondly, some from the, the group they they develop the the the, the, the safety to go back to school. And so we had the, our the, our problems became very very big that we could not afford to feed them daily and also now take them to school and make sure that all the needs of school are out. So we have been taken off uh, feeding them, and uh, which now is uh, a, 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 it's a testimony of having the African Youth Social Entrepreneurship for this team, so that maybe we can also uh, uh, find a way of answering to those needs because we were overwhelmed. We could not manage feeding them, and then also now, those who needed to go back to school, we send them yes. to school. And remember, we have been on this program for over, I say over 20 years. We began yes. uh, in 1995. And so you can see the problem, the numbers are swelling. When you even come again in our city, as we are talking about the street kids, the numbers are swelling, you know, because of the high level of poverty. A lot of people don't have enough food to keep them at home, to stay at home. You know, you have to have the reason why you must take them off the street and make sure if they stay home, you feed them. You take care of their, uh, their needs. But because we cannot manage and the number, the numbers are swelling at each day. You know, okay. as you know, there's a mm. lot of states around, mm. you know, uh, so the numbers are that's a key word there you are using apostle nelly uh let me throw this question to you you you're hearing apostle nelly here saying the numbers are swelling the numbers are swelling and there are two major issues that she has addressed uh feeding program or give the need food and number two is the education component speak to these two things how are you addressing these issues actually that um that's what we're really focusing on right now a feeding because you cannot so i'll give an example um i was telling you you're part of the african news they awaken the giant to them, right? So we have over yeah. 300 plus um, members even within, and that's all African new social entrepreneurship. I try to diversify within what is called. So I was noticing there are a lot of women there, and, they, and yet they do not participate because only we're more kind of education components getting books and getting reviews and learning from it. So I asked, so I have a partner in business, Andrew Nadolo, but I asked her wife, I'm like, her name is Charlotte. I'm like, Mr. Mrs. Nadolo, mm-hmm. 
what is this? Why are the women not participating? Why are they so silent? Why is it just the guys? And she says, Mwansa. On, on the platform, right? Yes, on the platform. And she said, Mwansa, mm. as a mother, if I don't have food to feed my kids, I don't care about a book. Mm. That was fun. And I'm a mother of twins. That was fundamental. It just shook me. And I was like, oh, my God. And by then, me and Apostle Nelly have already then, been talking. Um, I'm echoing against somebody else. So we started, while we feed the mind and change mind state and educate, mm-hmm. cannot do that without meeting the basic needs of food. Don't tell me about a West Egg stick of a mother if my kids are hungry. Some of these mothers, three days, four days, and in Bemba, that's Bemba in English, it means in three days the kids have not eaten. So there's no way we can just go and say, even our youth themselves, the one that we are trying to change their mindset, their basic needs, they have not had a proper meal in so many, so, in so many days. So why should we start uh, building the house on the roof when they, the fundamentals are not made, yeah. hence feeding Zambia and feeding Africa, and hence, and the needs are plenty and many. So everyone listening right now, and that's what we're doing. Mm-hmm. This is very important. One bag of meal, one bag of rice, and we are not coming from so much. Even if we don't have resources, we are resourceful. There's no way our Zambian kids can be ever, ever in poverty, like in poverty and hungry, and yet we are making the entire world rich. And nobody's coming to save us for nothing. We are the ones to save ourselves. Hence me, um, African social entrepreneurs, a new life, we came up like, we can't wait. And we can't wait to make it test. We start where we are with the little that we have. And we're going to get an incorporation. There's an organization here that I'm part of, Feeding America. Okay. Every entity, every cooperation is involved. Even in Zambia, we don't need to reinvent the wheel. That's what we're going to start doing. We're going to go, and we, are not, and we are not there to beg because we're begging, and we're not afraid if it's feeding my, my kids. I'll come by not and pay for ten dollars. That we have to go, and they can be tax deductible. If in American what African new social entrepreneurs is both registered in American Zambia. Okay. Like what we're doing, we need to meet the basic needs if we're even gonna go any higher, and we have to do it ourselves. Nobody is coming to save us. Excellent. Excellent. Like you have rightly said, Mansa, this is a, a mammoth task. Uh, Apostle mm-hmm. Mary, you are on the ground and uh, you have a program, an event or project coming up, which you are calling Feeding Zambia. Could you please talk about Feeding Zambia? When is Feeding Zambia taking place? What is it about and what is going to happen? 
Okay, each time you speak, Apostle, uh, please uh, unmute. Yeah, we have two gadgets in your room. That's why we are getting echo. Uh, so if you unmute, ask um, our friends who are assisting you to take away one gadget. That will help us. Okay, thank you so much. Are you, am I okay? We can hear you. Am I now? Mm-hmm. Okay, praise the Lord. So I'm saying uh, I'm very, very grateful for this uh, uh, need that we have, that we need, that in some way, with the help of, uh, you know, with the help of African youth social entrepreneurship, they have come along so that we can be able to uh, administer help to families, like I said, you know, it's a program that, that we began to do, but because we are overwhelmed, we could not do both. Even when it comes to education, we are still overwhelmed because the list is long, but we have only managed to take a certain number, uh, you know, uh, to school, and the, the list is too long. But for the feeding program, we are doing it on Tuesday. So we this coming Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. This coming Tuesday. Yeah, this coming Tuesday next week, and so we we will try to make sure that, that we are on Zoom. Uh, then uh, so that uh, some few uh, uh, who are willing can also uh, see us give good goodies to our twenty families. Uh, so what we are doing, we have, bought, we have, we have already bought a mini meal with the help of African social entrepreneurship. We have bought a bag of mini meal, which is 25 kg. We have bought also uh, salt, uh, a, a kg each. We are giving a kg each. And we are giving also a packet of sugar, uh, which is uh, uh, a kg, I'm not sure, whether it's a kg or two kg. We, are also, we have also bought some uh, what we call soya chunks. Why we have bought a packet of soya chunks, it's, uh, you know, it's a packet that has all the nutrients, you know. It's, it's tasty, it's beautiful, uh, but it's a good pack, which is about education. It can sustain a family of five, I think it can feed you for two weeks. So we realize as leverage, you know, soya chunks is like leverage. And why we are we went for that is the part of the nutrients that is to be able to feed a, a quite a number of family members, uh, and that also the nutrients of that uh, uh, of uh, soya which is just the, the plus on the, uh, to the family that we are uh, ministering to, because a lot of people, you know, they don't eat balanced meals. So we are believing God that we can be, we can contribute to their good health, especially now when we have, uh, you know, this issue of COVID-19. People must really have a good balanced food, and uh, I'm so grateful, uh, people of God. Uh, by African uh, youth social entrepreneurship to come along with us, especially this time when we are hit with COVID-19. 
because some of these people, including mothers, these are grandmothers, they are on the street begging for, for money to feed their grandchildren. So when we give them these uh, items, it will be overwhelmed for them to stay at home at least a few days or maybe over a week. You know, as long as they are home, they will not have reason why they should be on the streets with children, you know, uh, uh, going around asking uh, for food when they have food at home. So this is a really a big answer. Okay you know, to our society. And so this is what mm. we're doing, and it's our prayer that, uh, you know, we can, we, can, we can increase, because right now we just have uh, managed uh, to gather resources for 20, uh, 20, uh, 20 families. And when I'm talking about families, I want uh, the people out there to know that uh, in our setup, we are not less than three people in a family. We sometimes the family can even have, uh, you know, seven, you know, seven, six, ten, fifteen, and a lot of these families. They are the owners of the they uh, you know, These are our own families. I think they can count by one grandmother. You know, just that, you know, we are not putting a place where you use a lot of budgets to be sending your pictures. So you can see these are old people. They don't even have to say to say, you leave an old people what others are saying. And so coming along to see them, you are talking about taking care of quite a number. Even in the community, we are grateful that we can take care of 25 uh, at the starting point. But that you said that in Zambia, we are, we are strategically displaced to be spread, you know, in, the, in, in, in many districts. But we, we thank uh, the Lord for bringing along African youth social entrepreneurship that we have a starting point. So right now we are starting with 25 but this is just the beginning of the journey. They say a journey of a thousand pounds, that's one stage. So taking care of Okay. Excellent. about a situation that we know we But for now, let me give a Okay, uh, just to uh, a program announcement here to everybody. Uh, stay with us. On, on top of the hour, we'll be going to uh, Lusaka. We'll be joined by UPND presidential aides. Um, Rita Nawa, they'll be talking about uh, development uh, through hard work with us on that one. It's going to be an interesting show. Mansa, um, one of the things that uh, Apostle Nelly has addressed uh, is uh, the issue of sending kids or youths or young people to school. Uh, how is that working and how is the funding? Because it requires uniform. Education is not free, so to speak, in Zambia anymore, if I may say that. Um, how are you... How is the funding for the education component coming along? Uh, actually, Ramit, uh, as you know, and as I told you, we are rebranding as mm-hmm. African social entrepreneurs. 
hence we're so registered here. We've got uh, companies and families that are really interested in this to help to feed. And, you know, what we throw here, right, mm-hmm. is very, it's somebody's miracle home. So we are working with those people. And like I said, we're rebranding. So I won't get into details with that because there's some legal aspects to that nature that we have to deal with as an organization. And um, as soon as everything is done, then I'll be able to give because education is a, is the fundamental of everything. Mm. Okay. Uh, I'm going to allow Titus to come in. We we have uh, we have special guests on your side, Manso, who are supposed to join us. Uh, we are calling it the ZPS squad. Is that right? Yes. Whilst Titus is asking the question, Titus is asking the question or comment. Let's get ready to meet the ZPS. First, Titus, ask your question or make your contribution. Uh, Titus, go ahead. You're on mute. Titus, are you there? Okay. Titus has disappeared. I, I guess I, I'll take Titus' uh, uh, point. Apostle okay. Nelly, mm. yeah, Apostle Nelly, I've always said to Pastor Nathan here, one day I'll start a church, and the name will be called, I was hungry, and you fed, you fed me. I really fail to understand how in a Christian nation we have failed to feed our hungry, to feed our children, to feed the poor. I come from Kitwe, uh, that's my original uh, place. We have more Christians than street kids. So I fail to still understand how the church will fail to divide ourselves. I'll be taking care of that kid. At least I may not have room for her or, uh, or him in my house, but that kid will always have lunch. How is it that the church, we can preach Sunday by Sunday. I was hungry and you fed me. And yet we still have thousands and thousands and children who go hungry every day. That. You know, thank you very much again uh, for posing that question on me. But you know what? <laughs> you are from, <laughs> yeah, sorry for that. Mm. Yeah, you know what? I think uh, leaving it to a certain grouping, it will not help. Mm-hmm. What is key is people are being raised from their home. Let them be you know, educated. Because education is giving information of empowerment. As people are growing from their own home, let them be taught on how to share. They are very uncomfortable. It doesn't mean that people have a lot of uh, need, but one thing I have seen is the sharing part of the America as well as a lot of nations. Why? Because the child is small. They give them a small you know, approach where they, they, you know, they will to be something for another life. You know, they will to do something from another life. So this kind of thing that we are doing out of America, because of people that don't see numbers. But this 
want us to, to look at yeah. it. Yeah. Mm. It is one mm. responsibility. It is each one's responsibility in our setup from family to begin to help ourselves to look beyond ourselves so that as we are growing in you, you always have someone in mind that you can be of help to, uh, you know, to another human being. Exactly. It doesn't matter exactly. how much, you know, or how little, but at least in your skin, you're growing up to that or the skin of another life. Society that is not developing. So how I pray that 
from our own setup, you know, we small family, we can begin to educate our own small children, grandchildren, and our own babies. I think uh, let's Are you there? Okay. Titus, are you ready? Mwansa, we are waiting for the ZDS squad to come. Yes, I am ready, Nathan. Okay. Titus here. And we are ready here. Ready too. And they don't have to. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. Go ahead, Titus. Mm Mm-hmm. Anyway, what can we do? I'm giving you guys a hundred dollars for whatever you allocate, whatever you want to do. If you want cash up, give me the number and you get the money. Thank you, Titus. Nathan, how you know, are you giving us Are you matching uh, what uh, Titus is giving? We shall do that. I want to, Titus, first of all, let's speak to the ladies and gentlemen. Okay, Mwansa, I want you to leave the kids by themselves and and move away. They'll just be, don't be too much. They will, can you see them? Yes. Zahara, hi. Go, guys. I'm Zahara. I'm Zahara. I'm all right. So, good, good. So you guys are the sponsors of this program. Uh, Zahara, I want you to tell us how, what are you doing? Why are you doing this? Uh, right now, we we do this so we can we can share stuff with our lives with other people and how we live. Okay, that's good. That's good. How did you raise the money? Piggy bank. Piggy bank? Yeah. Yeah, two, one. Okay, so you are giving away your piggy bank. That's the deal here, right? Yeah. Oh, that's amazing. That's a great blessing. That's a great blessing. So who, between the three of you, Zahara, Takia, Asha, who, whose idea was it that you do this? Um, me and Takia. You and Takia? Yeah. What type of co- what type of discussion did you have? Uh, how how did your conversation go? Well, to, to help people in need. To help people in need. Excellent, excellent. Asha, you're also giving your piggy bank. We share piggy bank. Uh, what? Okay. All of you are giving mm-hmm. bank. 
Bahar gave away her wallet. Say that again. Bahar gave away her wallet. Oh, wow. That's cool. That's cool. You guys are amazing. Um, the Lord bless you and keep you. You are making an investment to Zambia News. Have you guys been to Zambia yet? Yes, I have, but it was a long time ago. That was only two years. It was a long time ago. What can you remember? Um, I remember, I remember going to the farm, um, and seeing all the chickens, and <laughs> eating in shimon porridge. In shimon. <laughs> shimon porridge, eh? Yeah. That's good. That's good. Can you remember the town you stayed in? Um, no. <laughs> Lusaka. Did mom take you to Chinsali? Did mom take you to the village? No. No. She didn't. No. Okay, guys. So everybody watching us and listening to the radio, this is called these guys are called the ZTA squad. That's Zahara, Shakia and Asha. They are the ZTA squad. I'm saying it in Zambian English, Z, Z. Okay, you want to say Z? Guys, say your name. Hi, who are you? We're the ZTA squad. I'm Zahara. All right, thank you, guys. Have a blessed weekend. We'll talk to you later again after the program. Bye. Bye-bye. Bye. All right, um, once as we wind up our discussion here, um, tell us, tell us what's going to happen on the uh, Feed Zambia Day and what needs to be done. Titus has already pushed the challenge here; he's put hundred dollars down. So just explain uh, to us what the Feed Zambia program is about and what's going to happen. As uh, Apostle said, I'm not going to say much. She literally said everything, so I'm just gonna say. Um, first, before I even go there, shout out to my giants. I have over, okay, everybody who's here and they're texting me, thank you, thank you, thank you so much. That said, please, even if it's a bag of Milly Mail or even if it's a small pack of salt, especially my dollar people, my, I've got a huge dollar giant. Let's go to New Hope, get one pack. If not, if not, just go and help my apostle there. So we are feeding, we're starting. Mm-hmm. One step, one step is like my big where, where, where is this taking place and when is it taking place? Uh, it's supposed to be Wednesday, but Bishop said Tuesday, so we didn't, uh, I didn't get the memo, so... Let me, can I reconfirm and can I, Zambia Block Talk Radio, can we, can I repost so yeah. that we're on the same page? Like, yeah. When is it? Yeah. 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 Right. Yeah. Right. 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 And my youth mom, uh, and mom is Bishop, right? So she's my mom. 
Uh, I'll have my giants come there and anybody who can just to help and just to see it's a stack. It's not perfect, mm-hmm. it's big, but it's a start, right? So thank you. Oh, Titus, you've been with me. When I started this organization, Zambia Block Talk Radio was there. Titus was there. When we went to the White House, State House, UN, I was all there, and you guys were there with me, right? I'll go. You guys were there with me, and I thank you for that. That said, let's go back to the question, Vanathan, that you've asked. So it's on Wednesday next week. And like my kids said, it's from their piggy bank. Mm -hmm. So if they can take it from their piggy bank and feed 20 families with so much, you guys, $10, even $1, kwacha, whatever, let's do it. We Okay. Yeah, if we have uh, mobile money, I don't know if we have... Uh, Cash up, WhatsApp, gold, and then... Those who can send direct to Zambia? And direct to Zambia, let the post Bishop Nelly Chikanda answer to that. And every single cent is going to that. Every single cent. And if you don't... Just be the dollar people. I say my giant people... I want you there, and I want I want your names. I want everything, and let's focus on and let's do because it's gonna it's it's a snowball. It's it's gonna roll over. Let's start a start. Let's start a conversation. Let's start feeding Zambia. There's no way our kids can be going three four days hungry. It's not even acceptable. That you have wanted to start. Why haven't you started? It's my question to you, Roger. Uh, it's not a complicated question. Uh, it's just that um, uh, we, we, we are always stepping up. It was a rephrasing of my question, uh, saying why uh, probably as a, as a church we have I, I see so this as a great response. You said you wanted to start. Why haven't you started feeding? Why haven't you started it? I, I, I'll, I'll tell you that just last week we were, uh, this Block Talk Radio uh, mm-hmm. was uh, feeding the elderly, and uh, that's I can tell you, in dollar. Uh, in dollar? Uh, yeah, the orphanage. The two orphanages. Yeah, the two orphanages are there. So. We, 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 we are applauding you, in, in other words. We are saying a group like yours, a group like the Apostle, we are applauding what you, you are doing. As a church, we should take a, a leading role. Yes. We have the command direct from the Bible. I was hungry. You fed me. Who are we waiting for? Uh, is it Jesus himself to come and feed him? No, it is the kids we pass by in the street. So are we I waiting for a million dollars? And Vachali yeah. and you and Zambia yeah. Block Talk Radio, I thank you, especially Ram Kama and you. I thank you for listening to my cries. I get frustrated, right? Like, but you guys are able to, like, once a week here, what can we do? What can we help with? And everybody, everybody is asking, us, how can we help? I've mm-hmm. seen so many texts coming. Please, so let's, up, do up, up. let's do this, Monta. Let's do this, Monta. Those mm-hmm. that are living 
in uh, North America, those that are living in North America, how can they contribute? Uh, cash app, uh, What's the cash app number was there? Okay, let me send, um, just if you go to cash app and you put Mwansa Gold, my name will come up. And I'll give you every detail of every cent of where it was because I have to get it to my work. We are rebranding as an organization. So okay, not so Cash App is Mwansa Gold, right? Yes, Mwansa Gold, yes. Ozell is so 317. you want to contribute? Mm-hmm. Go ahead. Zell is 317. 317. 748. You're supposed to know this by heart. 1848. I'm giving you by heart. 317-748-1848. Zell, mm-hmm. and then cash up Monster P. God. Oh, Monster God. It will just come up. And then for Zambia, I'll let the bishop speak to where. Um, say the last four digits again. Say the last four okay, digits. Okay, let me say 317-748. One eight four eight. Three one seven seven four eight. One eight four eight. One eight four eight. And right. cash up more support. That's zero and cash up number, right? Yes. Um, right. Cash up number. That's the number. Three one seven seven four eight. One eight four eight. All right. Apostle Nelly, we thank you for taking the time to join us from Dola. And the Lord bless you and keep you on the good work that you are doing. Can she also Mantra, give where? Can she also give? Can it on Facebook. Thank you. To us. So those who would like to contribute within America and North America, it's 317-748-1848. And uh, we do thank you. Thank Go you. ahead, ma'am. No, that can change. But Bishop also giving in dollar where people can contribute. Apostle, were you saying something? I was saying, uh, uh, is it okay? I can give my my personal Those who would like to give to Zambia from Zambia, Apostle Neri. Appreciate the 
uh, the team from New Life Ministries and Mwansa also for joining us from African Youth Social Entrepreneurs. This conversation continues. We are not uh, ending here. All right. We are now switching over to open forum with our UPND presidential ads. Good morning. Welcome to Zambia Block Talk Radio, our second um, uh, program here. My name is Roger here in the prairies. We are voting live and will be uh, joined soon by presidential aides. Uh, Movita Nawa and uh, hopefully uh, Anthony uh, will be uh, will be here. Dr. Musanje, uh, good morning. Wait, wait, uh, Nathan, Nathan, go ahead uh, as uh, we admit uh, those of us there uh, for you. Good morning, Roger. This is good. Hello, everybody, and uh, go ahead, Dr. Musanje. Yeah, no, I just wanted to say that this is going to be a fully loaded uh, program because we have a, a lot of questions uh, to this uh, uh, UPND presidential aid. Mm. Yeah. That's good. That's good. And uh, uh, for those that are also joining us on uh, radio, we do appreciate you and we haven't ignored you. Um, I think we have Patrick there. On the radio, we can see Noah, um, and everybody. Give us a shout out. Noah, can you hear us? Uh, yes, it's loud and clear. Can you hear just, us on the radio? I've just been listening. Noah, um, and everybody. Give us a shout out. Okay. All right. Good morning. We are waiting for our colleagues. Uh, from uh, the UPND presidential team to join us. Yeah, here. send me a direct message uh, now uh, if you have uh, uh, joined uh, the, um, the the team here. Uh, I've, I've I've not uh, seen. Uh, so those who are we, we are also glad to have our international friends joining us here. Hello, Patrick. It's been a long time. Yes, Bankama. Uh, Long time. How are you? I'm fine. Tamari Pirenkongolen Chirindelo. Nkongolen. You need to remind you need to remind me privately. Hello, Patrick. It's nice to see you. Yeah, good to see you, Doctor <laughs> Munsanji. You know what is going on in Zambia. 
Of course I do. Yeah, okay. Now, as we are waiting for an hour, it's good that uh, uh, Patrick is here. Kanaresa, Chasaya, welcome. Uh, unmute yourself. We want to hear that in a manga voice. Sorry. Actually, Yes, as we are getting ready here to be joined by now and the other gentleman. But Patrick, I want you to confirm something. I saw something on Facebook. I don't know how many people speak this. The police, okay. the police stopped the MMD convention from going on. Conven I don't know about that. I haven't, I haven't listened to that. Okay. I don't. I, I don't know. I've been. I've I, I, I saw something on. I saw something on Facebook. Roger, Dr. It, Musanji. Yes, uh, I. Yes, ah. I did. I did. But I was uh, just about to leave home, going, uh, coming to work, because um, I needed to come to work to do something, and then also listen to this program. But I haven't okay. followed it up. Yeah, what is there is there is a court order uh, by a faction of the MMD. Mm-hmm to stop the convention. So if the police stopped it, then probably they were acting on instructions based on the court order. Okay, okay. Oh, That's okay. a clarification we need because... Of court see, orders which only apply to the opposition. Yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's, the, it's, it's the young man. Or can we say Pastor Nakachinda? <laughs> All right, uh, we are still waiting for our, our friends uh, Nawa and um, uh, Anthony. Let's talk about Dinkongole privately. Today, we will Dinkongole. Let me say Everybody that's here, we had... We've just had a discussion with the uh, African African youth social entrepreneurs. They'll be they'll be doing a feed Zambia in Indola. Uh, those of you in the US, if you'd like to do a cash up contribution, it's three one seven seven four eight one eight four eight. Just once a god. Let's all contribute to that. That's what we do on Zambia Block Talk Radio. We make things happen. That's right, Dr. Mukanje. We don't yeah. just talk. We make things happen here. Yeah, we are. Even $10 makes a difference. I think $10 at today's exchange rate is what? 100 quacha? No, yes. No, 200 quacha. Yes. $10 is 200 quacha. Yes. 220 quacha. Yes. Lord have mercy. Yeah, so hundred dollars right, so, is two thousand one hundred, two thousand two hundred between that, depending which. Uh, yeah. So, like Dr. Monsanje is saying, even if you give, like right now, like uh, those of you that were with us last weekend, Roger, Titus, everybody here, we were talking about investment, and uh, we were encouraged to say, if there's a time for us to do anything, Zambia, it's right now because. You know, the exchange rate is bad, but you just send a little, it becomes much. And uh, we just want to encourage everybody. So let's all uh, come in.
Yes, Patrick, you can unmute yourself and go ahead and say something. Um, yes, greetings to everyone. Greetings. Um, hi, Patrick. Mm. But let me ask you this. Were you able to hear us on the radio side? Uh, yes. Okay, good, good. Just want to make sure every, all the people on the radio side are able to hear us. Uh, go ahead, Patrick. So um, from our discussion last week and even the discussion this week, I think one of the things that jumps out at me is mm. when I hear, and I'm, I'm hearing a lot of, hey, send by cash app, send, you know, um, that there needs to be a platform. There needs to be a platform built that will facilitate investment and donations for companies and organizations in Africa, in let's, let's say Zambia. Mm-hmm. And the reason, the reason I'm saying this is because we're using other platforms, but they're not geared towards that, right? And I think a platform needs to be built to, that will include transparency, accountability, mm-hmm. uh, financial accounting, risk, risk management parameters, and a clear, op- a clear and open communications channel. And I think one of the things that needs to happen is if I want to give to a business, an up-and-coming startup in Zambia, as an example, I want to be. A, I want to be. Even if I, I don't have equity, I want to be a stakeholder because I'm giving money. There should be a platform that facilitates that, right? So if I give uh, five thousand dollars, I want to see the the project milestones. I want to see if the milestones are being met. And as a matter of fact, maybe the funds that should be released should be based on milestones. So when you, you're giving a certain amount of the money based on the, the initial profit plan, the money is disseminated, and then when you reach another milestone, you get another portion of the money, and then you reach another milestone, you get a portion of the money. That's part of management. So I think when we, we, we don't have the, we have the money, we just don't have the organization. And I think a platform is, is quite clear to me now that a platform needs to be built to facilitate the investor slash donor and the and the business owner slash uh, aspiring entrepreneur. Yeah, excellent, brilliant okay. idea. Um, now, uh, just join us. Are you able to join us with uh, both the phone and uh, your video? Uh, and then, others, if you have some noise in your background, just uh, mute yourself. And uh, that, that will be fine. That, that will be fine. Just uh, mute your, your, your mic. Uh, hello now, if you are able to, to hear us. Ah, there you are. Uh, you, you, are you are a traveling um, evangelist. You are a traveling evangelist. <laughs> are you able to unmute your mic? There you go. Okay. Can you hear me now? We can hear you. But if you are traveling, okay. are you able to stop your vehicle so we conduct the interview? And when you are done, then you you proceed. Because fortunately, now we can... fortunately I'm, I'm being driven, unless, of course, my, the vibrations in the vehicle are disturbing you. Okay, um, we'll let you know. But... Yeah, okay, we'll, but uh, I'm, I'm, good to, I'm good to be on the show because... We are fortunate we have a, a gentleman, an honorable minister who is driving for us. <laughs> oh, okay. 
we, we can't stop the minister from driving. But how, how are you anyway? Um, how is the Zambia in general? So greetings to you all and thank you for joining me and I uh, hope everybody is okay. We are well. Um, we realize that the political environment in Zambia is what it is. It's quite manipulated. It's quite uh, tipped towards favoring those who are in, in power. Mm. So we have to come up with creative and innovative ways of reaching our people within the confines of the limited space that we are granted. Uh, so apart from that, we had COVID, but then we realized, look, our friends are going along with or without COVID, and, and at the end of the day, politics is a game of numbers. And so we have been mobilizing for the past two months, and uh, at the moment, I'm privileged to be in the company of uh, newly minted national women chair lady, Madame Doreen Mwamba, who is simply sensational and taking Zambia by storm, which is something that Zambian politics needs, dedicated men and women. But in particular, Madame Doreen Mwamba is exemplifying leadership and understanding and grassroots mobilization. And so for me, uh, coming from the office of the president, I'm privileged to be attached somehow to this entourage, uh, and it's just such a joy. Wonderful. You guys had a, a very uh, successful um, con convention, which, in my view, yeah. uh, is not being sold as it should be. The team which has come up there is a nice, well-rounded team representative of, uh, of our country. All I can say is congratulations for, congratulations for that uh, convention. I'm so sorry, we have just entered the town, and there's a fire ready to Uncle Roger, you remember, we used to go to play cool in Dolotam. 
and then our friend died. Yeah, someone drowned. Yes, yes. Bango, the one who was staying last, last, you know, Nakatindi yeah. going down. Yeah. Towards, towards. Okay, the Mubita is there. Mubita is back. Uh, go ahead, Jamun. So sorry about that. Um, That's okay. That's okay. But, uh, particularly for the noise, uh, which is a sweet sound to me, because I am a strategist in nature. I'm a gorilla marketer. I'm a grassroots mobilizer. So this is fantastic to me. And so we've just entered in Soka. Uh, this is our third stop today and our final stop for today. Tomorrow we proceed. It's just beautiful. And um, I think when politics has a confluence between ideology and the practical aspect of reaching life, politics becomes very, very meaningful. So that is where we are now. We've just entered the town, and it's just fascinating. Uh, of course, we had some police encounters today. The police have taken note of our activity, and there were one or two challenges, but we sorted them out. Uh, we are talking to the police. They are talking to us, and we are sorting things out. Yeah, I, before you got distracted, I talked about your, your convention, uh, which very successful convention. Yeah, could you comment anything about that? Yeah. Yes. So I was privileged to be master of ceremonies at that convention. Of course, uh, being special assistant to the president for special duties, I had certain other special duties within the convention. Uh, it was uh, a trend-setting phenomenon. First of all, if you just look at the polling form, which was quite tedious, uh, each delegate out of the 2,958 delegates each delegate had to vote 70 times. That was a mammoth form. Um, on top of that, it was online, and it was, it was both online and satellite. So you had all these, all the 10 provinces had people gathering and voting. On average, each province has had about 230, 250 people. And it took us longer to complete. I think everybody perhaps underestimated the intensity of collecting all those votes, COVID restrictions, but ultimately after 72 hours, uh, winners came out. Of not so, so much winners, everybody who participated was a winner out of 209 participants and competitors. I must say that the makeup of the voted delegates, especially the top 10, remained very inspiring in terms of the unification of Zambia and the map, the geographical and political landscape of the present uh, and the future of Zambia. And that was really fascinating. Where there are hiccups here and there, absolutely. It was one of the first, one of a kind, but the trend was set, a bar was set, and for a long time that uh, assembly will remain a reference point. As we can see today, another political party had theirs, whether there some legal issues, another political party will be having theirs very soon. But you can literally see that they are mirroring some of the things which we don't mind. Politics must inspire one another to do great things. Wonderful, wonderful. Um, today we'll spend more time on what uh, the UPND will do uh, in power. Uh, some, of, uh, some of us love the UPND for people who don't know. We support them. We, we, we are actively fundraising for them, for everyone to, to know. But uh, for the sake of this discussion, it might be Tough. We are selling uh, most of the time uh, 
PF, this PF, this. I think the people of Zambia, uh, Movita, have discounted PF. They've discounted, they know their problem. Now they want to hear what we are going to do uh, for them when we come to, uh, to power. It's going to be a discussion. There's a lot of red shirts you can see here. I don't know if you can see them, uh, red shirts which have come. It will be uh, around there to uh, just discuss. Um, some of the questions I might throw, it's, it's a discussion, not, not necessarily needing answers, but a discussion. Number one, we are going to be deal with today, it is how the UPND is going to deal with the youth unemployment. I am not sure. I'm yet to hear the program which they, they, they have said. Uh, yesterday I was reading in the budget, in the budget, uh, on the skills, uh, the government says, start. We regard the technical education, vocational and entrepreneurship training. Government will aim at enhancing development to, uh, of requisite skills for labor market. It ended uh, there. On Zambia Block Talk Radio Murita, we talk about follow the money. There was no money mentioned in there. We want to start hearing the UPND mention money figures. Attaching money to some of these problems. First general question, why are there so many Zambian youth unemployed? It's a generic, uh, a rhetoric question to say. Why do you think we have so much uh, unemployment in Zambia? Probably without mentioning here. Thank you very much. Um, so... It is fair to say that the UPND may have been a bit cagey about their manifesto over the years. And in particular, that was a strategic point. You know, when you're in the opposition, you are literally being hounded by egos, being hounded by all kinds of uh, ridicule and, and so on and so forth. So the UPND deliberately kept the manifesto away uh, in its full potential from the audience. But now, uh, as a matter of fact, I don't want to steal any beans, but very soon in the next couple of days, there will be a full-blown uh, printout of the manifesto, which, if you remember, at the General Assembly, there was supposed to be a release of that. But again, uh, senior management felt that it was going to overshadow some of the activities of the General Assembly. Having said that, uh, why are the youth in Zambia generally unemployed? We have to look at the historic content of Zambia. Zambia has a reference point. We once had thriving manufacturing base. We mm -hmm. did. Whether we looked at fertilizer in Kapiwe, whether we looked at textile in Kabwe or Kapiwe itself, whether we looked at sugar in Kapiwe and Mazabuka, whether we look at the Fiat Motor Assembly in Livingstone, or battery manufacturing in Mansa, uh, or copper processing, smelter, and we had a thriving manufacturing base in Zambia, including some of the remnants remaining right now, such as Zapico, for example, or even uh, Zameta, Zambia Metal Fabrication uh, uh, Company, which produces some very high-quality metal, by the way, which even gets exported to Europe to this day. Unfortunately, with the lack of funding that Dr. Kenneth Kaunda found himself in as early as 1989, 88, towards 1990, a lot of these conglomerations that were run uh, by Zimco, 
uh, at that time went under. The privatization was not done completely, uh, I think, forthrightly. So a lot of good assets were given at a very cheap price. So that is a historical yeah. context. Yeah. But on top, on top of that also, uh, some of the companies that were privatized were then looted, if you will, and some of the lifeline and the lifeblood of those companies was sucked away. You know, it was sucked away and those companies uh, lost life. Finally, finally, there has been a general disinterest in the leadership that has subsequently come into power in them, in reinvesting and reinventing the will, the goodwill of a country to make sure that this country becomes productive again. You and I have lived abroad. We have seen young people being empowered. We have seen uh, skills programs that were activated. But if you remember, Dr. Kaunda tried through the international service and through many other uh, many other programs. Dr. Kaunda tried to empower young people, but it never worked. So the general reason why Zambian youth are unemployed is a lack of deliberate interest by subsequent governments that have come to power to empower young people. So one of the questions you ask is how will UPND therefore empower young people? One of our basic fundamental principles economically, yes, we may not talk about general dollars right now, but let's just start with the principle. One of our general fundamental principles is that UPND will be an agricultural-based economy. Agricultural-based economy, that is just a simple thesis. If you look at Israel, Israel is agricultural-based, and yet it has, does not have good weather, for example. If you look at Japan, for example, Japan does not have all these resources, but Japan grows some of the best uh, agricultural things. Uh, just excuse, excuse, we have, we have so much. So we have all these resources in Zambia that are underutilized. Look at here where I am, arable land. But the programs that have been there before have not encouraged agriculture. Citizens cannot grow 50,000 hectares of land. They cannot have 100,000 acres of cattle on their own without subsidies. If you look at the big American Western side in frontiers, the agricultural areas of America, those are subsidized, heavily subsidized. Mm -hmm. Now, let's talk about the tune of UPND's investment in agriculture. I will definitely leave this to the people who handle agricultural policy and economic policies and so forth and even them. But I'll give you a speculation. The economy of Zambia right now is at $27.8 billion. $27.8 billion. If Zambia were to invest on its own in a, a million heads of cattle over a period of five years, a million heads of cattle over a period of five years, and then if 
you look at maize production, if you look at all kinds of production, I think it's made great resources for good weather, our wind, our solar energy. Agriculture alone, from animal husbandry to process we can change the nation. Right now, unemployment rate is at six. Give us an opportunity to have that unemployment rate. Cato Ranchi, through all cows in Europe, is calling Africa for soya beans. Those are millions and millions of dollars each year that this nation can tap into that. So the key to Zambia's economic empowerment and transformation, the key to making sure that our young people are not stuck on and high on cheap alcohol is to create deliberate policies. Look at Democratic Republic of Congo. It's a huge market, huge market for Zambia. But the only people accessing Congo right now are people who are privileged, people who are connected to the powerful people within authority. The UPND will level the economics of trade, the balance of payment, our deficit right now, budget-wise, in terms of foreign direct investment versus donor support, for example, to the Ministry of Health, it's about 40% of our budget, 42% is being supported by foreign nations towards, for example, Ministry of Health with agriculture. Our teachers will be employed. We, our teacher-student ratio right now is 80 to 1. We have 40,000 unemployed teachers right now. The reason they are not employed is that the government does not have sufficient money to employ them. Why doesn't they have sufficient money? Because the government is not in the business of generating income right now. The government is in the business of spending money. I'll keep uh, 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 asking and then I will invite uh, my, my, my friends as, as we go. I, I do understand, and this is a match. I don't know we have. I don't know how many days to go uh, before uh, the election, and we we are still thinking about releasing the the manifesto. I I, I think we we need this. We we, we need this like. Uh, Yesterday again, you may not have the uh, the figures uh, now. You go straight to the youth. Sixty percent unemployment. They ask to you, or we the political analysts ask you a question. At the end of five years of UPND, what do you estimate that number to be? Um. One thing in working with President Hakainde is he's a very honest and forthright man. Uh, he does not like lies. He does not like exaggerated figures. So I know he will demand this of his cabinet. He will demand this of everybody around him as he already does like this. So based on the economic challenges Zambia has like this, because when UPND forms government in August, the first task uh, will be to stop the bleeding of this economy, to stop the hemorrhaging of resources. So I believe that the first two, three months, six months will be basically be to stabilize the economy. After five years, 
this is my projection, and I'm not an economist, but I, I can certainly claim to be a strategist, based on the study of government expenditure right now, based on the deficit that we have, based on the $12 billion admitted debt, foreign debt, by the Ministry of Finance, $12 billion, even though some are speculating it's actually $7 billion, almost equal to GDP. Based on those figures alone, plus the need to pay arrears for pensioners, teachers, police officers, University of Zambia, uh, lecturers, it is quite possible that in the first five years of UPND being power, the, uh, um, the number of young people that will be absorbed in the work will be close, or the unemployment rate will only be reduced by 25 to 30%. Should there be a tipping point, an overflow, and a global economic movement that may ensue, that number is going most likely to reach about 40 to 50%. Which is still significant when you look at the performance, for example, of other political parties that have been in power for 10 years who are barely done. Okay. Our You can hear me. Yeah, we can hear you. Go ahead. Go ahead. You can hear me. Yeah, go ahead. The UKNDO are quite the opportunities nonetheless. There are many foreign direct investment opportunities that are right now just at the threshold of this nation, but people are unable to leave because they are not so sure of the reality. There are issues regarding uh, unnecessary expenditure. There are issues regarding unresolved and settled interest within foreign uh, the seeking uh, report or auditor general report and all these other queries and issues that the current government has either ignored, sidestepped, or Uh, try to uh, try to to mute your video and just remain with um, try to mute your mute your video and just remain with uh, the audio uh, that might uh, might help us. Uh, the bandwidth is, uh, is less on the audio. Take take away take away the video and just remain with um, uh, with with the audio. Okay, so we we are going uh, nicely, Nathan here. Yes, finally drop. But but if you are the, uh, I don't know <laughs> the, the co co anchors of uh, UPND. We, we we need some of these uh, numbers on our fingertips. When we we follow politics, where well, we are, Nathan here in North America. When Biden was in the opposition, he tells you, I'm going to invest 250 million in education. I'm going to, to cut mm. unemployment by this much. 
Those are just projections. No one is probably claiming that you are going to do that. Those are just, uh, uh, we, we, we should have some of these things on our fingertips, but you yeah, you know, uh, Baroja, you missed, uh, um, last week we had a meeting with, um, uh, with the media team from Rusaka and Cholwe uh, Seyani. Seyani was there talking to us. And because um, by then he was, the, he was the outgoing chair for, for what? What was it? Uh, research. Yes. Now, now is chair for for education. So these are some of the things we were talking about. Uh, the questions we are asking him, because uh, if UPND has to win these elections, they have to win Copperbelt and Lusaka decisively, because these are Copperbelt and Lusaka, and he agreed with us. Is what is what you guys call in, in America and Canada as battleground states. Whoever is going to win these elections has to win Lusaka and Copperbelt. That's all. But if you, if you look at the youth unemployment, the biggest of that 60% is sitting in the Copperbelt and Lusaka. That's where we've got doctors, accountants, a, a lot of youth who are qualified. They don't have jobs. And, and all the youth who want jobs, they go to Lusaka. I've got cousins and relatives from Chinsali. They're all in Lusaka looking for jobs, thinking their jobs in Lusaka. So um, all the, uh, what UPND has been, the, the other thing we talked about is, is what you've talked about, the, the, the manifesto. I'm told there will be a, an official launching of the manifesto. I think it's this month, next month. And we talked about that. And uh, we said UPND, and, and this is what now I alluded to. UPND, again, wanted, only, wanted to issue only the 10-point uh, thing to the, to, to the Zambians. We said, no, you cannot do that. There are Zambians who want to see the entire manifesto. And this is what we've been asking for. So issue both, and then we flood the social media. And then people want the, 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 the 10 pointer. Let them go to the 10 point. There are people like Bankama. He wants to see the, the whole manifesto of UPND and digest it. And there are so many educated people, you know, doctors, university lecturers. They want to digest, even, even organizations. You know, if they want to come and invest in Zambia under UPND government, they need to look at the UPND manifesto. All the embassies in Lusaka, they will look at the UPND manifesto. So I think they've now agreed that they will issue both uh, uh, the condensed one and the full manifesto, which is, which is important. But the other thing we challenged um, 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 uh, Dr. Bayani was that uh, what UPND has been saying is this kind the copper belt. They've been saying we're going to do this mm. and that, we're going to create jobs and, and, and so forth. You know, in strategy, before you, you start strategizing anything, there are two questions that you need to answer. The what and the how. So you mm. cannot just say this is what we're going to do. We're going to create 20, 20 jobs. We're going to do that. 
how are you going to do it? So, like, if they go to the Copper Belt to campaign, when the campaign starts, they want to know how the UPND is going to deal with the KCM and the Mopani situation now. There are those, two, those two mines employ more people in the Copper Belt. How are they going to, what are they going to do? And how are they going to resolve those issues? How are they going to create jobs? How are they going to bring life to the Copper Belt? Lusaka. We told Bayani that uh, Lusaka is not just industry. Lusaka, if you look at the outskirts of Lusaka, it's agricultural. What, what, what Nawa has mentioned, how, are, how is the UPND going to boost, you know, revamp that agricultural, uh, you know, surrounding Lusaka? And if you look at Lusaka, the demand for food, chickens, everything is so huge. And then the copper belt is closer to Congo. If the copper belt also agriculture in the copper belt rural is improved, it's easy for food to move from the copper belt into the Congo. You know, we, yeah, those are some of the things which we, mm. we challenge Dr. Bayani on. You know, and then the other issue we... I, 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 I think you've made uh, a good job. Uh, yeah. You've made some good points. You, 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 you come back there. Um, this is, I think, uh, some of us were... And then, and then the other last point we made was uh, UPN, a lot of, of governments or parties, even, even PF, you, you ex-investors to come and invest and create jobs. When you look at the... I don't know how America is, but the UK, I've lived in the UK for more than a decade. And uh, uh, I sit on the board of some organizations. So... My name appears on the on the on the company's register uh, registry as as a director, and we get information from them. You, in the UK, you can ask information. So I asked the company uh, house, the company's house, to give me information on the organizations, the companies in the UK, and how how many people they employ. So specifically, I asked them. Uh, most of the people in the UK, which which organizations? Medium, small, large employs most of the people in the UK. They told me these are the people in employment in the UK. And 65, you'll be shocked, 65% of the people employed in the UK are employed by small organizations, small and medium organizations, between 10 and 250 employees. Why? The government has come up with a deliberate policy because they, they, they realize that big organizations like BP, they've got big organizations, BP, Shell, they cannot employ the majority of the people because their aim is to make money for their shareholders, to maximize shareholders. That's their main. But the small organizations, they will employ people. So what they come up with a deliberate policy to create an inducive environment for Balukamaba, uh, Dr. Munsanje, myself, to leave their, the comfort of their job and start small businesses. There are incentives, I will tell you. I sit on a board of a small organization. It's a charity. But it's okay. also a... It's, uh, let me finish. Let me finish. <laughs> it's also a company. During Sorry. COVID, during COVID, they paid... They are paying 80% of our workers until September. One. Two, they gave us 
grants, free grants for small organizations because we are going to go back. And then also they offered for small and medium scale organizations, they offer free interest loans, but the government guarantees. So you can go to the okay. bank. And no, go, let me finish. So uh, you, are, you, are, you, are, you are going to finish. You are going to finish. Yeah. You are going to finish. We, we don't want to lose the thought. You know, you brought a very uh, broad. We need to unpack. We need to unpack. Mm -hmm. The first element we are looking at is number one. Um, like in here in the United States, Canada, the Western world, even the opposition, they will give you some numbers. This is what we are going to do. And we want you to start hearing. I, I don't know what your comment is, Nathan, uh, Chairman Willis has come here, Dr. Musanje, and those are who are only yes. just want to say something. Uh, go ahead, Nathan. You, you, you are emphasizing on the issue of numbers. That's, that's very important. And the argument of you... And that's what we were talking about here. They will give you everything. Yes. Who employs who? Who employs... Yes, go ahead. Exactly. Over the, years, over the years of us doing this radio show, La Chilofia, we've had leadership from government here from MMD, Kudala Titus, Dr. Monsanje, you remember. We always ask the question, what's the employment rate in Zambia? They don't want to answer that question because they think we're trying to, they say you are being alarmist. Let me get to my point here. My first question to you, PND, is when you are talking about numbers, first of all, it's important that a government lives within its means. What do I mean by that? I would like to understand and know what the size of cabinet is going to be because that is a contentious issue where a lot of expenditure goes. My point and my argument here is is the UPND going to live within its means? The government living with it, its means. I don't know whether it's now Rufia who pointed to the fact that 40 to 50% of our health budget is funded by donors. You can't have a situation like that. If you're living, your lifestyle is funded by somebody else, you can't have a say on what you want to do or what you want to say. Number two, the rule of law is completely broken down in Zambia. There's no respect for the rule of law. Cadres are more powerful than the police. We cannot have a situation like that. And I would like to believe, and based on how things are going, that that is not going to be the situation when UPND takes over government. The police needs to be professional and respected. All the social the security and the military and all those uh, entities, they need to be professional and not used for political means of the ruling party. Probably my third point is all this international travel, which is unnecessarily expensive in my opinion, should be <laughs> cut down. The COVID has cut it down. Yeah. But that's one thing I like about COVID. The best thing that happened with COVID is cut down international travel. The, one of the things that Mangufuri is known for, he never made a trip outside of Africa. Why? Because it wasn't within the means of the government. This UN shopping trip that African governments make, it needs to be revisited. 
In my opinion, if the UN can start doing all its events virtually, that will be possible. So one thing we've learned from COVID is if you cannot make the trip, do it virtually. HH probably should make one trip to the UN in the first year of his government, come and meet us in the diaspora, and the rest of the team just do it virtually, unnecessarily expenditure in my opinion. I think for now I'll end there to allow others to talk. Babutonga, uh, we wanted to attack uh, youth unemployment. We don't know as a party if we are on method. On method. A case in point, uh, again, universities, I don't know if it's colleges, they are all concentrated in Lusaka. Fiance, as always, uh, in, in Lusaka. Where you are in Texas, where I am here, community colleges and whatever, they are in every province. Do you think as a party, we have given this highlight to the people. When we come to power, we have the plan for the youth. Every provincial center will have a functioning, underline the word functioning, trade school or community school. Every provincial center to absorb the youth and give them the required skill. Have we communicated this message, Ramson? Go ahead. Uh, thank, thank you, Roger. Um, firstly, it is a true, it's a fact that uh, everything in Zambia has broken down. We, we honor that. Uh, not only education, finance, whichever, the health sector, whichever sector you look at, it's broken down. So for me, really, uh, uh, I see Zambia to recover through a leadership, so to speak. And it may take not only a term, but more than maybe one or two terms. And this uh, means that successive presidents will have to keep up. What I mean is, for example, if Zambia under uh, Lady Mwanawasa, uh, or let's say under Michael Sasa, made certain inroads, the incoming president, Edgar Chagwalungu, should have built on that. What has been happening actually in Zambia is uh, retrogressively, you find that Certain things or certain policies or certain developments that were put up by one president go, go to waste. So the, the, the direction just changed. Mm. Now, coming to the point, I believe that what Zambia needs currently, like uh, uh, Nawa had said, and which you mentioned a little bit by Roger, is leadership. Everything will start from leadership. The character of any country with its sort begins from a leader. We are talking about Magufuli, one individual that shaped his country. Just by virtue of what he believed in and he, he, he dragged these people along. You can talk about uh, a lot of other people that have, have come. You can talk, even in the Zambian context, you spoke about education. Look at what Kenneth Kaunda did. It was government policy by the character of Kenneth Kaunda because he realized that he only had the hundred uh, graduates to work with as independent. He decided he was going to make education free and it became uh, government policy. Therefore, education improved. Look at privatization, for example. Frederick Silva saw that the way Zambia was doing business was wrong. Let's uh, not, not socialize it, privatize everything. Look at how we solved the transportation sector. Yeah, we knew yeah. that 
it was very forbidding for a normal Zambian to buy a minibus or a taxi or a car, uh, so to speak. What did he do? He removed duty, and up to today, that problem is non-existent in Zambia. Uh, look at the, the, the fight for corruption. He took Levy Mwanawasa, that was his main focus. That mm. was character. Look at uh, uh, Chuba again, if we go to Mesa, for example. Zambia had a housing crisis. It took a leader to say, okay, I'm going to form a national housing authority. I'm going to, to, to allow Mesa to be formed so that we can solve this problem. So in a nutshell, Zambia's problem begins with leadership. My confidence comes in with Haka Indeichirem. In Bemba, we say Chikwanka, Look at what he has done in life. I'm not, yes, I'm, I'm, I'm the chairman, I'm, 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 maybe I'm blowing my horn. But <laughs> yeah. look at this individual, this country, our country is so privileged to have a person like him. Is employer number two only second to the government of the public of Zambia. How did he do it? These individuals, such individuals in our country should be celebrated and given opportunity to improve lives of other people. That's what they do here. That's why they do in, in other Western countries. So for me, in a nutshell, I can't even imagine what uh, our government is going to do the first day they go in. Because... You look left, right, center, everything is just crazy. But it will take leadership because, as you have seen, President Edgar Chagualungu, the biggest uh, uh, blemish he has is just not doing anything, even just voicing. When people are being asked, he keeps quiet. When corruption is happening, his ministers are buying helicopters, he's just quiet, like he's absent. So a, a voice from State House, Stops a lot of things, a lot of nonsense, corrects a lot of things. And Hakainde Ichilema, by virtue of how he has read even the UPND, the most disciplined uh, opposition political party ever, they have stuck together through thick and thin from inception. You know? So this will be the character of Zambia when Hakainde Ichilema goes in. We can talk about the manifesto, yes, those yeah. are promissory notes. But the character is what we should look at. Is he going to adhere? Because he has a heart in my, in my thinking. And it can be seen from his works in his personal life. I'll, I'll end here for now. Okay. <laughs> okay. Yeah. I, I mean, those are very good um, um, lines, if I'm sure. I, and we, we need... I, I, my, my worry is... I, I don't know if they've given the youth, this is what we are going to, to do, because it is not enough to say the problems are too many, so therefore we cannot outline the solution. Uh, we want to hear, when we come into power, we are bringing 200 million into trade schools. We, we want to hear something. Well, We're going to do it, maybe not, but... Well, yeah. Roger, some of the yeah. details, I mean, you know we are in opposition. We are not privy to certain information. We are not even privy to, to certain discussions. For example, mm -hmm. we can't, as a party, go to donors and uh, lobby for, uh, for businesses or anything or, or for, for funds or, or anything because we are just an opposition party. We are That's just a good as, point. As, yeah, we are just as good as uh, Shimbakambuidi or Muriokela. <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah. We are better than that. We are but better than that. The, the, the dice 
the, the, the whole scenario changes when we get into government because everybody, the whole government now realizes we are going to deal with the government of the Republic of Congo. And that's the only time, in my opinion, that we can meaningfully even discuss investment. Because no investor will... will can an investor now go to Neversumba and discuss investment? No. Well, okay. someone... Someone... Really, someone... Really, yes. Not to cut you short. Remember we had the, uh, the president. He had a $25 billion on the table. The investors, they're saying... You take the food. Yes. We have 25 billion. Dr. Monsanto, you have uh, a, a, a small a point you want to contribute to before we, we hang up here. Oh, yeah, but, uh, and then Titus as well. Uh, the people, uh, I wanted to address this. Uh, my concern was mm-hmm. for uh, the, the advisors to the president. Uh, yes. Uh, but now, is he on and uh, Anthony Wally? Uh, the uh, Movita is traveling. He had issues with uh, with the internet. Uh, anyway, the, uh, the, yeah. the question the question. They will hear the question in the recorded message. Go ahead. Yeah, the question which I was going to pose to for them is mm-hmm. uh, to discuss uh, the uh, parliamentary uh, elections. How the the members of parliament to be. Uh, being adopted, it looks like uh, we we hear that there's something called the National Management uh, Committee, which just gives whoever they want, and they, and they need to know that uh, serving uh, as a member of parliament is a service. It's not. It should not be looked at as an employment. In fact, the, the next new members of parliament should advocate that there must be a term limit, maybe two terms, just like uh, the same presidential uh, issue. People should not be going for third term, uh, but then maybe they can go for third term based on their uh, uh, how much what they have achieved in the parliament. But when the citizens of the constituents are saying that this MOP is useless, <laughs> uh, we don't want the party to keep on adopting them because yeah. the, the name uh, within the party. Yeah. The, Roger. What a, just, on, the third, uh, Nathan, on the 3rd of April, yeah. we are mm-hmm. having a huge um, a, a show. A huge show. We will be officially uh, launching our online platform. And then what, Nathan? Then on 3rd of April, it's confirmed with a media team and with a UPND in Zambia, the Secretary General is coming to the shop, Dr. Monsanje. And those oh. are the questions that he is going to answer. How the UPND is going to adopt it. So everybody put it on your calendar. Say the program Sonda, it's confirmed. We can make it public because the Secretariat in Lusaka has confirmed the UPND Secretary General will be here. Uh, why don't you also bring the, the PF uh, people to come and talk? We, this is a, a fair playing PF game. are scared. PF are scared. They've been scared. This, no, this, is the only, this is the only group of people who are. So we had MMD in power. They are, we are always nothing on our on our mm-hmm. invited them. Yeah. But MMD was my, 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 my. Yeah. 
No, what we are going to do is every political party leadership will be given an opportunity. April, we are going political, if I may use that term. April is a political month. We are going to talk politics. We are getting close to elections. So we yeah. have to go political. Mm-hmm. So third April. Very quickly, Titus. Uh, uh, just to add on, on uh, when I was listening, about what UPND could do. This is more for Weavey. In terms of spelling out, I think we should push also for this decentralization. Me, I think that's the cause of the problem because when you go to Kasumbalesa, you collect money that you're asking for the amount for MMD, for UPND to tell you that this budget of this amount, this is what can be done. But as of today or yesterday, we don't know the collection of Kasumbalesa in U.S. dollars. How much did they collect? So we can know that whether we are calling it corruption, if it's $1 million that was collected at Kasumbalesa, then it vanishes. So that an opposition party that doesn't have access can be able to say, from the million dollars, you're not hiking any amounts, from the million dollars from Kasumbalesa that we can collect beyond the August, Instead of whatever they were doing, the PF, we are going to do this and then divert it to the same area of Kasumbalesa. Now you can talk about the trade schools and everything. The problem we've always had is you talk, Roger, you don't even like Rusak. But what I've seen myself is the same same Kopala people, the same Kopala people, your friends, have seen the game that I can play from Rusaka by being... A, either a minister or whatever, and also read that from Kimamuriro and Kazungura, who pull $1 million that we'll collect from there. And we're buying GX and we're buying cell phone bills. That's why I don't like you, so right there. That, right there. Well, That's but it's a Kopala person that knows that the only way is to stay, and now it's corrupted, is to stay in power. So PF should stay in power because they can collect a million for Katimaliza and Katimamliro and do whatever they want to do. Here we go. Pack a truck. They pack a truck. Even if they go to Copa Bell now, they'll pack a truck and start giving, whether it's dollars or quarter, which you have stolen from Kazungura or Kasumbalesa. And who is that person? Is it a Lusaka person who is fetching money from Kasumbalesa? That's my question. Okay, that's Look question. at the granary. We, 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 the grains of who is Nathan doing has, that. Uh, like uh, Nathan has, uh, has said there. Uh, we, we, probably, you are available at Ushia. We'll start having even in Sunday show, strategy sessions. So, for example, online, uh, where people can, uh, can, they can hear, this is what mm-hmm. the UPNG is going to do. Thank you for joining us. Unfortunately, not all of our friends could uh, uh, could come and, uh, and, and and deal with that. Now, uh, as, uh, we, we had the uh, internet uh, issues. But for those uh, who called in, uh, thank you for calling in. Every uh, Saturday, uh, Nathan and I, as a team, we are here with the Block Talk Radio, starting at 10 a.m. Eastern Time. Uh, join us. So have a good weekend, everyone, and uh, thank you for for joining the discussion. Okay. <laughs>